with Christian Bodge on the Mid North Coast's hit. Well, it's just Christy this morning at three past six. Good morning to you on your hump day. Bodgie, not here. Want to know why? I get a message five minutes ago. I literally just opened my eyes. So, you know what's going to happen? I'm sure he's probably racing right now, yelling this whilst driving. Oh, my goodness, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. Yeah, you are late, buddy. So, you're going to have to uh, <laughs> own up to that. And you're going to have to tell me why on earth you are not here. Wake up. Wake up. Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid-North Coast. Hit FM. Eight past six on Hit This Morning with Christy and no bodge because this happened. Oh, my I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. Yeah, the man sent me a message eight minutes ago now saying, I literally just woke up and you know you're going to cop it when you're running late, don't you, bodge? I got him on the phone. Are you on your would way? You believe, yeah, would, would you believe, Christy, the miracle of life occurred on my way to work this morning? I would have been on time. But there was a deer right, mm. uh, on the side of the road, and I thought, geez, that thing's got more legs than it should have. Turns out it was struggling, little baby calf, to, um, to, to get it out of its, uh, of its vagina, and I thought, wow, this is, this is the miracle of life. I'm, I'm witnessing it. So I went over, and I kind of cut the little baby, and I delivered it on the side of the road. Would you believe? Wow. Did you catch it on yeah. footage? Did you get the camera out? Because you are no, notorious for, no, for no, capturing no, everything. Taken up with you know the the placenta and the, all the other bits that were falling out, and I was like, oh god, oh Christy won't believe this. Oh. But you know, miracle of life. It's a bit like that time that you were late, and uh, there was a big kangaroo that was like outside your front door, and you couldn't walk around it. Like you couldn't just clap it away and scare it away. I agree that some of these seem unbelievable, but when you leave an enchanted life like I do, yeah. these these are the stories, mate. Right, so great, great deer, story, Bodge. That you you need more dragons, though. No, 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 it's true. No, and the deer was like mooing and stuff, and like oh, and I'm like, it's the okay, deer is mooing, okay. and it, well, you know, mewing. Oh, yeah. Like you know, and I I, I do this uh, calming sort of soothing sort of hum because mm. I remember my mum doing that when I was a little kid. Right, yep. and I was just like, look, if I if I hum, maybe I can relax it. So what's happened is, is I've done this little hum, mm-hmm. and the um the things just sort of started to like breathe slowly, and it's relaxing, and it kind of knows that it's not alone now, and um, yeah, and and, and the last I saw, the little baby deer was like bounding, like sort of in the meadow. And that with the mum. So. so this happened in the last what ten minutes? Because five well, minutes to yeah, six, literally. you, you yeah. do recall five minutes to six. You said my eyes just opened. No, no, no. That was uh, that was philosophical, mate. I was talking about you know my eyes just opened to the wonder and beauty of the world mm. because I've seen this this incredible thing. I, I it was absolutely. Um, and that might have sounded like my clutch, but I can guarantee you, um, I've just, um, I have just pulled up at work, but you know, uh, I'm just going to wash my hands quickly and mate, I've just, I've just seen things now that I never thought I was absolutely right when I said I've just opened my eyes to the world. Yeah. Um, just one question for you. Yeah. Have you got your key card to get into the building? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Good. Cause I wasn't going to let you in if you forgot it. Oh, hang on a second. Where is it? Oh, no. Do you know what? You can go home. Oh, Just go I home. Might, no, 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 I, might, 
I might have to go find that deer again because you know what? When I was re- <laughs> Stop following my leg. The head's the hardest part to get out, right? I reckon when I put my hand up the deer to try and get it out, I might have had it in my hand at the time. Oh, yeah. So if a deer jumps past doorway at work and the door's open, you'll know, it's, you'll know what's happened. Yeah, real uh, believable, Bodge. Glad you're late. <laughs> Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast's Hit. 15 past six on Hit this morning with Christy and now Bodge. Yeah, good morning. I'm, I'm finally here. I've, I've washed my hands a little bit and, um, you know, it's one of those things, one of those wondrous things, as I mm. said just before. I got to see the beauty and the magic of life and the creation of that. You, you haven't lived until you've delivered a deer in the dark mm. on the side of the road. Um, it's just incredible, Christy. And Whereabouts I, was the deer? What do you mean? Like where? Where uh, well, exactly? It was, just off, it was just off the side of the road. No, no, no. But where on on the, in Port Macquarie? Oh, Where's your never, drive to work? Because you only have a, like a little short run here. I just like to know the specifics. Seven seven long minute drive. So you know, that's not that seven fun. long minutes. Yeah. Um, I'm which not, which street? I'm not great with um, geography, to be honest. Yeah. So, you know, and it wouldn't matter. I mean, if you even if you went there, I mean, they're not there now. So oh, the, the, the deer are not there. They're not there now. They're not there. The mum, you wouldn't believe it, but the mum sort of just went. <gasps> As soon as the baby was out and was like, oh, I'm all right now. Like, you know when you recover pretty quickly from indigestion and you go, <laughs> oh, okay, I can go back out and do my thing now. And what, the baby just uh, trotted off as oh, well? You know, it did that little cute little stumble thing where it kind of um, is, is learning to walk for a bit and then after, I you think it, I, th- it. I think that after the little baby deer realised that the novelty had worn off, mm. it went, oh, I'll walk properly now. So. Would you like me to rate your story? Um, what do you mean? That, there's Out a, of that, 10? That wasn't a story. For, that was for, why I was late. I told you I delivered a baby baby calf or a kid or whatever you call it. I don't know. Two what points baby. for creativity and that's all you're getting. Two for creativity. Mm, mm. Wow. Come up with that, knowing that you're late. Yeah. And to go through all that though. Yeah. Within a 10-minute window. It is, it is incredible. So I, Sometimes birth can be so quick. Yeah. I like how you cheat the system and you just think that, I'm just going to get an extra sleep in and just come up with these foolish stories. I know I'm so gullible, and that's what my family and my, my friends love about me. They tell me all their stories, and I fall for it. I'm, I'm, I'm not falling for your tricks this morning, Bodge. I'm really upset that you don't believe this one, Christy. I asked Lee Jollo because he's a man of uh, <laughs> knowledge, and he's calling it fake news. No, I, And we normally yeah, play that game I, on a Friday. I know I've come up with a few, few mm. porkies for why I've been late, but this one was absolutely true. Oh, it's not and true. And you know what? I, I know this is going to sound even more unbelievable, but as they were bounding off into the sunrise, right? Mm. I mean, it's not the sun, even, there's no sunrise yet. Well, you know. It's still dark. Metaphorically, um, I could hear, like, just on the wind. Thank you. <laughs> I could Stop hear it. it. I could hear it. Get over it. yourself. <laughs> the Mid-North Coast gets up with Christy and Barge. On Hit FM. Christy's been... Um, in the background of uh, the show, obviously, been hammering me with, you're, you've been late, you're late, you're always late, and this time you're over late, you know. And I'm making up stories, apparently, about delivering a baby uh, deer, was mm. it? Was it a deer? It was a deer. I don't know. You, you did tell me uh, off air that it was a deer that mooed. Could have been a cow. Who yeah. knows? Mm. Anyway, story changes. Um, the, uh, speaking of deceit and lies, though, I did go bowling the other night. And oh, I know what you're like bowling. I have been with you bowling. Have you? And you are terrible because do you, know the you trick cheat I do? the system. Yes, we've seen it. <laughs> and you try to teach us, and none of us were uh, as good as you yeah, when it comes to it's lies very and cheating. hard to do. 
And I'm but, surprised you didn't get kicked out by staff. No. Well, I did it again this time. <sighs> and then there's this, there's this, I use inverted commas, but there was this pro bowler next to us. And, he's like, <laughs> and he was shocking. Like, I was like, mate, you've got a custom bowl and you're like hurling it down the alley, but you know, you're not, really not doing any better than I am. What I do is, is I like to get the smallest bowl possible. Mm. I don't put my fingers in the, the holes. I just put them in a little bit and I sort of curl it and launch it down the alley. And they, I always just try and get it on the right spin. And if I can do that, it'll be a strike every time. However, there are some times where it fails miserably and I get like a few pins. Mm. Actually, I do like your style. You've got yeah. a unique style and, and you, you, it stands out. But you, you, you're right. You, you're nailing it uh, with a strike. Is, uh, it's, called the, it's actually got a name. It's called the gold technique. And it's um, based. What, your spin? Yeah, it's based after a man named Phil Gold. Now, Phil Gold is a pro bowler from South Australia. And is what this he... another porcupine that you tell? No, me? no, this is no, this is true. Okay. He, he used to run. He used to run it there, uh, the Kingpin, and now he's in Sydney. And he used to just walk around. He'd walk past all the aisles and just throw a ball down. Th- walk to the next one, throw a ball down, and they'd all be strikes. So um, he taught me the way. What you do is this, and I shouldn't even reveal this. I shouldn't even tell you. No, because you're not allowed to do it. Because well, one, you're encouraging people to possibly break the uh, expensive the f- barrier. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh-huh. you, you know that um, barrier that comes down in between your your bowl, um, and um, it, the pins get lifted up. The ones that are still yeah. standing, or and then, they push them away, and then when it, and then it drags the other ones back. Mm. Yeah. So. If you hit that, you can break it, and that can be very expensive. To yeah, I, I think I think it's. I don't quote me. I think it was a few thousand dollars. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what you do is right. You have your first bowl. Say you get three pins. And you go. Oh God! Get another bowl ready straight away. As soon as the um, as soon as the barrier comes down and sweeps the uh, pins you've knocked down back while the other ones are being held up, as it's being brought forward again before it lifts up. Bowl your ball, and if you time it right, as mm-hmm. the barrier lifts, your ball goes straight under and either knocks, if it knocks all the pins down, what will happen is it'll be an automatic strike. Yeah. You just get an automatic strike. If you get a few, what will happen is all the pins will get um, taken away, and then you'll get a brand new set of pins, and then you can try again. Yeah, I've, so you end up getting like, uh, normally most people get two tries, right? Yeah, uh, you Two get, goes yeah. at, at a run. Yeah. And you were getting like three or four. Like it, it would reset the system. It was about ten sometimes, In one yeah. run. And we're like, how are you getting so many multiple goes? It took yeah. us a while to cotton on to what you were doing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's not great. If you if you time it wrong, it's <laughs> it can break stuff. But if you get it right, you get the highest score. And, and I went bowling the night with uh, Jimmy, my mate that was here. and um, What do you think of your trick? He didn't like it. He didn't like sitting there waiting. So. Was it just you two playing on your own? No, no. Alicia was there as well, and she was just sort of sitting there going, you're a, you're a bad person. Yeah, you're, you're trying to impress person. your girlfriend, and she's thinking, this is not impressing me, and, you're cheating. And they're getting terrible scores. I'm like, well, scoreboard, look at all those strikes. And she's like, yeah, but they're not real strikes. I'm no. Like, they're on the scoreboard. I can't believe they're you're still doing that. We told you. To play properly, no. don't cheat the system. And what are you doing? You, you keep doing no, it. No, cheat the If you can get away with it, cheat the system. No, it's, it's not in a legal way, obviously. But JR was a, a very famous character from a, a very famous TV show called Dallas, right? Mm. And he said this. This is something that you should like take on board. Power, right, Christy? Mm. Power isn't something that's given to you. Power is something you take. So if you can get that extra frame in bowling, you take it, mate. <laughs> Don't, 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 don't want to get up. A fresh way to get up. Christian Barge on Hit FM.
Wednesday, 15th of July. The sun starting to come up over the horizon and a little bit of uh, sunlight coming up. And hopefully that baby deer that I uh, helped bring into the world earlier. Should I just admit that was a lie? Yeah. Are you feeling okay? You're a little bit loopy. I was late this morning. I slept in and then I told a filthy lie about giving, helping a a deer on the side of the road give birth. That's where it is. That's where we're at. Yeah. I need something. Give me something, Christy. Or weird stuff. Oh, we've got something you know weird for you. I you know um, Arnott's Biscuits, uh, the shapes, they've they've launched a coriander flavour. Yeah, that's definitely weird. I don't believe that for a second. Is that true? No. Oh. They're not going to make it. <laughs> Actually, I did see it on, a, on my uh, news feed last yeah. night. I saw that pop up. Oh, well, people would believe it because they've done what they've done is they've made the full packaging Mm. showcases what shapes would normally look like on the shelves right. with the coriander flavour, but then they've done the whole hashtag, don't worry, we are not actually making these. And you know how vocal I am about one particular herb, that being coriander, that if that was the case, I feel like they would have uh, spent a fortune on something do you, do that you no like... one would actually... Be- I hate coriander. I've said it really? multiple times. If there's a one herb that I cannot stand, it's coriander. I... I don't even think there'd be one person out there, if that was legit... And on the shelves, I don't think there'd be one person out there I would that down, would want to buy I, them. I, I would. You would not eat them. I That'd would. be disgusting. Do you not understand when you're saying you have a nice Vietnamese dish, right? like a vermicelli salad bowl, right? You've got this strong coriander fowl taste, or you have those fish meatballs, those yeah. Thai fish cakes, and you go, oh, oh, what is that? And you realize that it's a hint of coriander in there. It's just I don't, I've never understood this. I think it's, I feel, and I've always felt that, it's just kind of trendy to say, I hate coriander. It's not it's that it's the, trendy. It is, because when I go and have a barn me or like a, a thing of foe or something like that, and they go, coriander, I go, hell yeah. No, Chuck hold it in there. the coriander. No, I think it's good. You know, I've heard some people say it tastes like soap, and I don't understand no, that No, I don't get that. I just get it's a really strong, bittery taste. That's what I get. Well, just I notice it straight away. It's coriander. But it, it, <laughs> I love it. I'm glad they're not going through with it because I feel like they would ruin what we know best for shapes and shapes being that they have some of the best flavours out there. I wouldn't put it past them, though, because um, there was a guy that used to live across the road from me when I was younger, and he worked for Smith's Chips, mm. and he would occasionally use particularly me, as a guinea pig. <laughs> you go, can I have this? Can I have a marshmallow-flavoured chip? No, 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 no. I didn't get to choose them, but he would bring round some really weird stuff, like really weird stuff. Like They had twisties that were, I think they had like a weird sort of toffee apple. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they were, a chip? Yeah. Not even, not even joking. It was a weird toffee right. apple. What was the best weird chip that you tasted? Um... Were chili twisties a thing in the end? Chili twisties? Yeah, oh, like yeah really no, they're the flaming flame hot. Flame yeah, hot. I've got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went and bought you a pack I, of flaming I, hot. I, I, I tried that before the public did. Right. Not even kidding. We had all these things like six months in advance before mm. anyone else. And um, mum and dad got to try some of them as well. But it was because, do you remember Odd Bods? Yeah. Right, there were these cards. If you've never heard of Odd Bods, Google them and you might recognize what they look like. But Oddbods had the, the sort of the wavy um, edges to them, and you could connect them with other ones. There was about 51 of them, or 52. You'd get them in chip packets, similar to Tarzos, but bigger, and uh, rectangle. And very collectible, very popular, and they came in um, multiple different kinds of chip packets. So I was huge on them, and I'd ask him, you know, whether or not there was someone I could... Yeah, so he would bring me, like, bags of them, like, just plastic bags full of Oddbods. Go, there you go. There you go, Jace. And then... um. 
That's all you cared for. You didn't care about tasting the different flavours. Yeah, but then it, then it evolved. And I do remember um, tasting one, and it was a mint-flavoured um, Smith's Crinkle Cut chip. Ugh. Mint. No, see, okay. Coriander, mint, they should not be in a chip. Oh, it's funny, though, because the mint one kind of worked. It was like, um, you know when you put um, um, mint sauce on pork? What? Huh? No one does that. You put... You put like a cranberry sauce or you put oh, so an apple lamb. sauce. Right. Oh. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> oh my I'm, I'm still half asleep. Come like on, mate. Pork, yeah. Yeah, but no, but like my, my, the thing is, is that they would mix different meat flavors yeah. with the, the correct sauces. So, and there were some that I reckon that they should have kept going with, but they just didn't go with. No, mint and coriander don't go but, with anything. And mint, not even in chocolate, don't even start. I hate those what? after dinner mints. Oh, chocolate. You don't, yeah, yeah. You don't no, like minty no, chocolate? No. Oh, God. Oh, Christy. What about mint slice? No, I hate anything that's got mint in it. Mint and coriander, no. Duly noted. Duly noted. No, I'm not going to do an eating challenge that has mint chocolate. Oh, Christy. Please don't do it. Do you remember? I can't stand it. It feels like I've just cleaned my teeth and then I'm eating food. They just don't go. I'm getting... Stop um, it. I'm getting flashbacks to when you made those meatballs and you'd filled them up with hot mustard. I know it sounds like I'm playing my hand here by telling you, but... Hey, at least mint's not as uh, burny as uh, chilli or hot mustard. Well, let's see what else I might put in there. I'll, I'll do it. It's going to happen. Hit FM with Christy and Vodge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. I still can't believe we're fighting over um, whether or not coriander is a is a good herb to put in anything, and I say no. It's... Mint and coriander... Oh, look, I can handle mint in like a mojito... Uh, I can't stand oh. it in mint choc chip ice cream or yep. or after dinner mints. Meh. But coriander, if I was to pick between mint and coriander, I would go with mint because coriander is oh. the worst herb on earth. Well, okay. Well, look, I disagree with you um, and the majority of the country probably because a lot of people say, oh, I hate coriander. Oh, I'm upper class. I don't eat that It's muck. not a hoity-toity thing. It is. It's just that it just has this bitterness that overpowers well, every little other ingredient that's let, in your dish. Well, let's ask a chef. Let's ask a chef. We've got Mark on the line. Mark, good morning. How are you guys? How you doing, buddy? You all right? You yeah, listen- not bad for a, what is it, a Wednesday? You listening to this, this tripe? Oh, I'm telling you, it's um, Little Miss Princess sitting there. Oh, it's, um, it's only her uncouth bogan palate that can't <laughs> handle it. It probably, doesn't go, it probably doesn't go well on a chicken parmigiana schnitzel, does it? <laughs> How do you know that's what I get when I go to my local? Oh, you and the rest of the bogans around the area. Sorry, everyone. But, my goodness, it's a beautiful herb. It's, um, you it wouldn't is. know... You wouldn't know a decent piece of coriander if it stood up in your porridge, Christy, seriously. Oh, thanks. Well, hang, so is, I agree. Is, isn't coriander the crap that you just put on top of, the butchers no, put on top not. of their steak no, it's when it's not. presented on the... Um, no, it is not. <laughs> That's parsley. No. Oh. <laughs> and, and for start, and don't even start me on mint. You need mint. It, it's too overpowering, though. Like, mint is strong, and it's fine. It gives that nice freshness. So when it's tequila, but you're still going to drink it too, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I do. How, how, do again, how do you know? How do you know what I have? Again, Are you stalking Christy? me, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, but just kind of depends. Anything can be overpowering. You want, a, you want a crap herb, have a look at tarragon or sage. 
Okay. But no, don't go bagging coriander because it's the cool thing to do like everyone else. But coriander, I feel like, is a, is a herb that should only be reserved for, like, um, Vietnamese and Thai. I, I feel like it shouldn't be something Why? that appears in other things because that's kind of where I associate it with. So yeah. as a yeah, chef, Mark, used, what else can you put can it in? in a, it can be used in a heap, just not too much. It's like Let's everything. See. You can put too much pepper uh, in something. You can... Sorry, Mark. Do you, can you hear this? She, she's like, she pointed at me and she goes, see, like her point's been proven. No, <laughs> no the, the, the point wasn't that if there's too much, it can be overpowering. But it is overpowering. Everyone knows that. You're saying that the tiniest little bit is overpowering and it's disgusting. Let's not try and get on the winner's page here. At least he's saying my taste buds are like the rest of us bogans out there and you were trying to I call reckon. me hoity-toity. He said that you were the hoity-toity one then because you like coriander. No. No, no, no. Bodge is the one with the... He's got a decent palate. Oh, got a developed, so cultured yes, palate. Right, yes. Right. Yes. I, I really hope when you go to your local net, the chef chops up some coriander finely and mm. sprinkles it all over that melted cheese on top of your parmigiana. Yeah. Don't you dare in go fact, talking to all those fact, places. I, well, I, here's, that, yeah, go here's on. something for you then, guys. Is it a palmy or a palma? Palmy. Palmy. Oh, good. Yeah, well, you tell the rest of the clowns around that it's not a palmer, please. Yeah, uh, so I'm glad we didn't get into that debate. <laughs> that would have been, after having you on my side, imagine if you'd said the other. I would have been, oh, got to dump, dump the coal. Oh, there you no, go. I'm with you on this one, 100%, buddy. Well, there you go, Christy. And do you know what? I'll go a little bit further. I'll go mm. a bit further. I think if you don't like coriander, right, mm. you're pretty much a racist. What? She's a racist, Mark. I'm telling you. Oh, I, I'll you go with that, yeah. Because you've got yes. to cut out all the best foods. You've got to cut them that's all out. Like coriander matters. Yeah, you're, yeah, that's coriander right. Coriander matters. You are a food <laughs> racist. All right, Mark, you have a great day, and thanks for, thanks for backing dying. me up, have pal. Have a good day. I, I appreciate hate coriander. That. There's nothing wrong with it. You need to just develop your palate a little bit. Hashtag coriander does not matter. Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast Hit FM. I've got a game of, uh, of little bits for you, Christy. Little bits. That's right. Going to play little bits of audio. And today, the challenge is to try and pick the boy band. Oh, so this... I got this in the bag because I love my Backstreet Boys. Okay, well. Extra confidence here. <laughs> the Backstreet Boys will not feature in this. Oh, of I course. Knew, you knew... I knew mm. that you would say that. So yep. I thought, well, they'll, they'll be the ones that I miss out in this. Yeah, okay. Okay, so yep. this is 90s slash noughties, because mm-hmm. you should know. Go for it. You have All you have to do, you don't have to pick the song, you just have to be able to pick Ooh. the band. Oh, this should be easier. Gosh, I, sh- I need to eat my words, don't all I? All right, no, no, that's okay, it's okay. I just want to see how good you are. Yep. Are you the queen of boy bands? <laughs> Here <laughs> no. is number one. I swear by the moon and the stars and the stars. You know the song, everyone does. I swear, that's Westlife. Uh, it is not Westlife. <sighs> Mm. Why do I think it's uh, Peter Alexander? No, um, Peter Alexander does pajamas. No, 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 no. <laughs> Peter Andre, maybe. Peter Andre. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Peter Andre either. Um, <laughs> that's um, not in sync. No, it's not. No, in sync. Well, boys to men. No, it's not oh. boys to men. No, no, no. Um, do you want me to tell um, you? That's not One Direction because it's uh, too, too definitely old. Definitely not One Direction. They weren't even born when that came out, probably. <sighs> Can I come back to that one? You can come back to that one. All right. Here is the second one. That's Westlife. That is Westlife. Well done. Very nice. Um, I feel like this one's going to be easy for you. 
That's instinct. Is it? Are you absolutely sure? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'll give you. I've got four. I, I got got a bit um, All right, go carried on, go away on with one. this one. All right. Oh, one direction. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, fair enough. So the other one. Okay, it's not five. I don't. I know it's definitely not five. No, it's not five. So I'll let you hear it again. Come on, mate. Come on now. I think I've done my dash with all, right. all me, me list of boy bands. All right. It's um it's all for one. Oh, what? they were like one-hit wonders, were they not? No, all for one-hit wonders. Is that what you're calling yep. them? All for one-hit wonders. No. And you know what? As, as further education, after the news, we will play that song. Because right. I think you need to be educated on your boy band. No, it's a decent song, but uh, who cares about those one-hit wonders? Oh. Like, all for one. <laughs> Wake up. Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM. A bloke in the U.S., um, this is a really strange one, by the way. Um, a bloke in the U.S. has gotten angry on a flight. A recent and, flight? Yeah, and you kind of you kind of expect this sort of stuff these days. People getting angry on flights, particularly over in the U.S., where just things are just going crazy. Well, it's the unknown world as well, because not many people are flying because there are restrictions in place. We mm, can't go mm. into in, um, overseas or anything like that. So you think yeah. about where are they tracking to? Where are they traveling well, to? Have, have a listen to this audio. I'll explain what's happened afterwards because it is a little bit difficult to decipher. I will kill everybody except it. Die in the name of Jesus! <gasps> It's not often these days you hear die in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I was like, that's a, what, what's going on? What's the story attached to this? Turns out this fella, right, he go, he, I don't know what's happened. He must have had an angry conversation with the bloke next to him. Um, and he has threatened everyone on the plane. If they don't um, accept or acknowledge the fact that Jesus was black... Oh. He will kill everyone on the plane. Oh, God. I was like, holy dooly. I mean, like, you know, that's that's quite extreme, mate. Um, so the the pilot's gone, right, well, we'll turn the plane around. We're not going where we're going. It's like, it's like when you act up in the back seat and your parents turn the car around, except <laughs> it's a bit more serious because someone's trying to kill <laughs> someone else. They're just threatening you with that. But don't they have those um, in-flight police officers that mm. are hidden in the back there somewhere. That like just, an air marshal. Yeah, an air marshal. An air marshal, yeah. I'm going to come out and get him. And, and then they would have jumped on him and that was it. <laughs> it's funny you say that because um, the first thing that I think of is, of course, bridesmaids. Oh, bridesmaids, yes. <laughs> Where um, his uh, little friend that he finds, she gets up and puts a little leg up in the uh, in the bathroom. Remember yeah. that? With the air marshal? They, you know, they're married in question? real life. Yeah, Melissa yeah. McCarthy and that bloke. Yeah. But um, no, I, there's... Uh, Annie's the favourite when she's had too many First off, off, um, Jesus wasn't black. He was Middle Eastern, okay? And it's it's a different, like, you know, a different colouring altogether. But he's he's kind of right in the sense that you see all the pictures and stuff and he's nice and white. And, I mean, his mum, Mary, was also very white. And it's like, well, they were in the Middle East, so they probably had a darker complexion. But I don't think I would threaten a whole plane if they didn't acknowledge it, um... I don't think that's really something you would... Why would you do it? Why would you do it there? Yeah, I feel like if he, we can't make Jesus so universal to fit every every culture. Like, you can't... Well, just make him <laughs> the original multiple, one. Can he just be multiple no. colours? 
like a Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> that story. No, he's got he's he's Middle Eastern. He's Middle Eastern, so you know, just making rainbow. Yeah, I've, now, I've never thought he looked right in the picture books, like white. I go, mm, what are you doing there? You shouldn't be in the Middle East if you're white at that point in time. That's weird. So you know, but uh, look, it, it spurred me to think about all the problems that people have had on planes, and I think the chief one is. Um, <clears throat> uh, I've always wanted to go into first class. It's never happened, Christy. It's never happened. I'm not rich enough. I will never be rich enough, mm. I dare say. But um, once again, I, it's weird that all of these sort of make me think about bridesmaids because the best scenes are obviously, um, well, I'll play it. Miss? Um, no, it's not me. Yes, it is you. Please go back to your seat. It's, yes, I'm with him. I'm uh, I'm a Mrs. Iglesias. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Iglesias. Uh, no, you're not. You were just out here and you put sunglasses on. Out. I don't want to. Oh, help me, I'm poor. No, and he's like, you got three seconds. She's like, I can't get anywhere in three seconds. It's setting me up for failure. Oh, I I just... look, a great film and that whole plane scene, like, she stole that. That was incredible. Yeah. But, oh, uh, down you... the river. <laughs> have you ever been in a situation where you've had a... Um, what, a... one too many bevvies and just tried to escape into first class? Well, yeah, I'll, I'll start there. <laughs> no, nothing as absurd as that. No, if you're talking about plane dramas, the only plane drama I've ever had, other than normal turbulence, is when I was coming back from the outback. You, you're often on those regional planes that are very teensy tiny. There's not too many people on board. A wee and, bit rickety. Uh, yeah. And you you have maybe one or two to one aisle. Yeah. Uh, and then you the wings have the big props where you can actually see the propellers mm. Uh, mm. rather than it being the big turbines like you are on the big jets. I don't like seeing the propellers. No, they freak me out. And on this flight, I was on the wing. Right. So obviously you have a lot of responsibilities when you're on the wing because you're on the exit door as well. Um, I was with one of my um, colleagues, work colleagues, and when we took off, it was quite loud. And you think, oh, it's just because of the runway. It'll mm-hmm. it'll subside. And now we get into the air and it's just getting louder and louder. It was like this big banging and the whole plane was shaking sideways just constantly. Really? It was a two-hour flight and it didn't stop the entire time. And it is a bit uh, freaky when you ask the air hostesses, hey, is this normal? And they say, no, we're not sure what's wrong. I think there's something wrong with the plane. Um, but the, the, the pilot's oh, not too worried. I thought they like lie in that scenario. Go, yeah, this is fine. Then they go and just breathe into a bag out the back. And... So thank God I'm not afraid of uh, heights or anything like that or, or afraid of flying. But the whole time I was sitting there gripping the seats. Yeah. I'm sure there's other people out there that had their heads in their little um, breather bags. Do you ever – I sometimes feel like this when I'm sitting on the side of a plane and it's right close to the propellers – do you ever have a kind of irrational fear that it's going to spin so hard that it spins oh. off its little thing? And then because it's going inwards, because they spin <laughs> inwards, it's going to like chew through the side of the plane and get you? Yes. Is that weird? Yes. And then I, uh, my mind sees automatic flames coming out the back of the jets and I go, it's going to blow up. It's going oh, to blow I'm just, up. I'm a terrible flight. And 13, 12, 16, uh, best uh, in-flight stories we're asking for this morning. And uh, the, I've... I think I've told this one before. I was flying back into Port Macquarie, and um, it was actually it was from Adelaide to Sydney first, all right? So I got on the plane, and then um, there was this guy, and he was clearly like, he was chewing his bottom lip. He was off his chops on something. I don't know what he was doing, mm. but he was on, I don't know, pills, or he'd smacked up or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, he wasn't very with it, and he was sitting next to me, and I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be an interesting couple of hours. And then um, 
he said something like um, he he moved my bag or something so that he could put it up there, and then um, he made a reference when the the um, the lady walked past the, mm. the air hostess, and he said, um, "Oh, you sh-, he goes, you should make a joke and tell her you've got a bomb." <gasps> yeah, and I looked at him, and she turned around and looked at us with the wide eyes, and I just looked at him, and I just went, "Why?" Would you say something like that on a plane, you idiot? What happened to you? And then I looked at her and I just said, "This man is this man is a fool." And then she's like, "Would you like to move seats?" And I said, "Yeah, could I move seats?" And she goes, and she went and checked, and there was no other seats, unfortunately. But um, luckily, they still flew because if you if you hear that word yeah. bomb, it's you instantly think, around. "Right, I'm going to be on telly now." I'm going to be on telly on the 6 o'clock news and it's going to be a man suspected to have bomb because Smackhead grassed him up to air hostess. <laughs> no, you just put your sunnies on and you'd be walking down the, the um, plane stairs going, no, that's not me, I'm uh, Mr. Inglesias. I'm Mr. Inglesias. <laughs> the Mid-North Coast gets up with Christian Barge. On Hit FM. Remember how on Friday I dragged our boss Crowe in here because I found out that he was a reference for you to get a rental house that you were on the hunt for. Oh, yeah. And you didn't put me down at all for a, a friend reference. Like a, It's a good judge of character. They wanted professional references. Well, yeah. I work with you closely. Probably work with you more than the, the boss does. But oh, I, They said no family. <laughs> that's how I'm that's getting, what you, you get now. That, that's how I'm getting out of it. And you can't be angry at me now. So there yeah. you go. And okay. I, I, I actually, I didn't ask him to be a reference. I just put him down because I thought, yeah, he'd yeah, be you fine. forgot to ask him, and that's normally what you got to do. You got to give people a heads up because in yeah. his eyes, he would have thought, "Geez, hang on, a reference for what? Is he going for another job?" But <laughs> you, I haven't heard boo from you yet, so it it, it uh, makes me think that perhaps whatever Crowey said uh, didn't get you through to the end. But you do remember what he said. He didn't really give too much away on Friday. One of the questions was along the lines of, you know, is he a tidy person? How is he oh. around the, the is office? Is that right? What else do they ask you? Uh, just your general hygiene, yeah. um, <laughs> reliability, punctuality. Oh. 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 What's punctuality got to do with anything to do with think Hang on. They, they listen to the show, I'm pretty sure. So they would know. They would know that I walk in here mm. pretty late. Yeah. Yeah, how long do they think he's going, going to stay around? <laughs> Is there anything we should know? So I won't go too far into oh, the answers that I gave because we've still got to find out whether or not he uh, gets accepted. And that's the scary thing he did say there. How long do you think he's going to be sticking around for? Once you got a girlfriend, it was like, yep, he must be definitely sticking around for a while. So I'm safe. I feel like you're going to be here for a, for a long haul now. But then if you're looking for a rental, I think you're even in for the longer haul now. Can you tell me, surely by now, you would have heard word as to Um, whether or not you got the rental? uh, We did get it, yeah. We got it. Why didn't you make a big song and dance over it? It's not a big deal. Congratulations! I will say, though, um, it's tough out there at the moment. If you're a renter, it is tough. Um, We got quite lucky, but um, we had a a dog as well. So, you know, that's that's tough. -er, That's that's tougher for the realtor, so uh, good on them for... For taking that but on. There's there's always a, a lot of people um, at the open home. So we went to a few. And um, the interesting thing was is that um, the demand is definitely there. We know this. Um, but the supply isn't. So um, there's people on registers just waiting for a house that's suitable. And um, we, we just got really lucky. So 
Is it because you walked in and they went, oh, it's Bodge from the radio. No, oh, you've got no, this. No, we'll take your application. No, it's not that. And I don't use that as a, as a thing either. I wouldn't do that. Um, there's, I mean, there's always a potential they don't like something I've said, <laughs> so I would never do that. But it, it's, it's one of those things where um, I wasn't expecting it and you know, we kind of had it in our back of our minds that we might not get it and we just look for another one. That's the sort of mindset you've got to be in. Um, but we got lucky, so we move in probably, I think it's end of July. So, oh, congratulations. Well, now we've got into the, this is this is where it gets tricky, though. Now we've got to um, discuss uh, furniture and decor and things like that. Oh, that's the fun stuff. I love nothing more than shopping for homewares. Well, it's going to, you know what it's going to turn out to be? It's going to be one of those kind of um, Hamptons on a budget style situations where. Hamptons get, on a budget. Is yeah, that your like, style? Well, kind of. It, it'd be all Kmart stuff or something, probably a Target <laughs> or whatever, you know. It'd be a couch from, you know, like Gumtree or Facebook Marketplace. In fact, I think that um, in the lead up to us moving in, I might start a, a kind of a, a segment. What, I, like I've, a marketplace thing? I've, I'm on the I've hunt for this. Just in my mind now, I have just decided that I'll put it out there. If you've got stuff that's good condition and you want to get rid of it, because um, obviously I don't want to pay any money. Mm. I don't want to pay any money, but I want it to be really good. You give us a call. On thirteen, twelve, sixteen, and you you try and sell it to me, and I might take it off your hands. But I want to see pictures as well. You do realise now that you're yep. in a rental property. Yep. Uh, we're all going to be watching your next uh, process, your next yep. how you progress in this relationship, because that's what we do. We like what to monitor mean? what's next. So, what's next after you come in a, into a rental bodge? Uh, I, I'm afraid that you're going to have to commit a little bit more. Don't need to commit anymore. You need proof that you're in for the long haul. Well, no, it's only been what five months. How committed are you? Are you going to seal the deal? Are you going to you going to seal the deal thereafter? I've sealed the deal many times. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not talking about sealing the deal that way. I'm talking about the the more committed sealing. Oh, mate, how long have you been with your? Partner? I'm not talking about rings, Bodge. I'm talking about a mortgage. That's next. Oh well, mate, we we haven't even moved into the rental together. Come on, let's just let's just see how this goes first. It was already early enough that we moved in. Um, and I, a lot of people have been telling me actually that it wasn't very early. Like they're like, "Oh, we moved in after two months." I'm like, "That's very early. That is very early." So, how long have you been together now? Five. A fresh way to get up. Christian Barge on Hit FM. I'm in a situation, Christy, um, where I have been given a task. It was meant to be a joint thing. So. Being in a relationship now, and I'm sick of talking about it, I re- genuinely I am, but I'm in a situation where I need a hand. Okay, because, well, in what way? Because well, you've revealed that you need well, to search for a kid's well, present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So her niece, it's her birthday today. It's Biliana's birthday, so happy birthday. I don't think she's listening, but How happy old is birthday she? anyway. Eight, I believe. Oh, happy eighth birthday. And we're going to have dinner tonight and yeah. whatever else, but we've got to get her a present. You've left it to the last minute. Well, I've, I didn't know... I didn't know um, that I I thought, you know, Alicia would be not working much today and maybe she'd do it and I'd just kind of chip in. But It's her now, niece, so. Well, well, yeah, but I've, I've now got the responsibility of trying to pick the right gift. Have you met this little girl? Yeah, of course, yeah. She's lovely. She's a great kid. Um, but, you know, I don't know what eight-year-old girls want. Like, is Polly Pocket still a thing? I don't even think you can still buy no, it. No, I didn't think so. Um, what, I think eight-year-olds these days are a lot more mature than we were. Is it dolls or something? Eight, I think she'd probably be far out of uh, wanting to have Bratz dolls. Probably like, can you afford some Beats headphones? So, no, no, she's, she's got <laughs> headphones. Beats headphones? What eight-year-old kids need Beats headphones for? 
Yeah, my three-year-old nephew got um, headphones for That's, his for Christmas. Were they Beats? No, of course not. <laughs> but they were you Bluetooth. wouldn't spend three or four hundred dollars on a three-year-old. Well, That's it depends. Silly. Like, uh, what kind of uh, stupid young eight-year-old girl is she? Does she have lots no, of nice well, things? Or yeah, is she... yeah, of course she does. Yeah, she's you know. But the thing is now is is I've got to get the gift. I've got to get it right. I've got to get it right. If I don't get it right, then. Um, you know, I don't. I need to get the brownie points. You I know think what I this mean? is uh, Alicia's test on you. You think she's to done see this what on kind of uh, father figure you'll be and how good you'd oh, be. God, for, don't bring that up, <laughs> Jeepers! Don't give her ideas. It's too early for that kind of crap. <laughs> well, thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Help Bodgy out because uh, I, I don't even know what to buy. Like it's funny because Michael does this to me, like for his nieces. Yeah. Because uh, there's lots of girls in his family. Mm. He goes, "You go and buy him a gift." You buy a gift for my mum as well. I'm like, wait, well, why am I doing this? That's the woman's job. Well, see, so I, I feel like you've kind of missed out on an opportunity here, Bodge, to say, nope, not a man's job. Well, that's <laughs> I can't why, buy a gift. why can't it be my job? No, we, that's what I'm saying is that Michael says that to me all the time. When it comes to his family, I'm the one that's on the duty of there, buying the gift. I, there is, and just before we take this call, and there is a caller on the line. Hold on one sec, we'll get to you. Um, I have heard in the past that um, the difference between men and women and the careers that they take, and I know this is a little bit of a tangent, is due to the fact that women are better with people than men are. Men are better with things, statistically, better with things, and women are better um, when it comes to other people and uh, connecting and communicating. So I think that's probably why there's that intuition um, that women have when it comes to um, being good gift buyers. Because we're being thoughtful and trying to make it a bit more yeah. personal. But so that, maybe that's what you need to do. You but, need to make it more personal. But that being said, Richard here at the station, uh, one of our sales guys, he's he's the, the primo guy when it comes to buying presents for people. He always gets it right. We have got someone on the line. Hello, good morning. Who we got? Yeah, it's Flash. How uh, you going? Oh, God. Hello. I'm in trouble now. <laughs> I'm in trouble. What do you got for him? Well, for a couple of things. I'm with you there when you say... You're sick of talking about your relationship because I'm getting a bit sick of hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, me too. No. Yeah, good. This, it, it's your missus's niece, is it? So it's her sister. Her sister's daughter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, does she like her? Of course she does likes she want, her. Does she want to give her a, like, continue a, 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 a sister-type relationship? Because <laughs> you can go down different tangents. This, you this can get her funny. a gift. Yeah, I, uh, I, I actually... Like we, a, we had a discussion last night. I said, why don't we, like, and I just want to see the parents' face, we give her a recorder and see what the parents' face do- turns white like a ghost. Well, that, you've just stolen my son. I was going to no, suggest no. a set of drums. No, a set, well, a set of drums. That's funny. Or something that makes a lot of noise, like a tambourine. <laughs> oh. Or oh, God. if you want to go there, if you want to be a cheap about it. Make up some of your own gift vouchers, like a day out, a lunch bought by Bodge, or a message on the radio from Bodge. That way, it sort of looks like you're making an effort, no, but you got, you're not really. Know. No, no, no. It's got to be. It's it, it's got to. I got to get it a right. A baby iguana or a snake <laughs> or something along those lines. Oh boy! Go right. out in the garden and catch a huntsman and wrap that up. Oh no, That'd kids don't like spiders. Flash. 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 You know what she doesn't like. <laughs> you don't know the girl. Yeah. You like, you it's like, true. You like Collie the colander. I mean coriander. So your taste is not applicable. 
Oh, Are you talking about Podge or me? I'm the one that likes coriander. She doesn't like coriander. We went no, through no, that well, early. I was referring to Miss Budinsky there for a moment. Okay, well. Um, but, look, yeah, go and just yeah, or do what I do. Or, you know, if I want to give a gift to someone, I give them, I'd follow Parramatta Reels. So regardless of what the parents give, follow, I give them Parramatta stuff. Well, no, <laughs> I don't think anyone hates their kids or their nieces or whatever that much, let's be honest. So... Uh, well, but you don't even know anything about rugby league, aren't you? From South Australia or England or something? <laughs> you just hounded him now, Flash. <laughs> oh, Is this an attack I on Roger? I told you right at the beginning, I said I'm in trouble here. <laughs> I knew this was going to go this way. Look, Flash, you have given me a lot to think about. You mm, have. Mm. Well, that's what that's what I'm here for. And people, if they like to think, they can always come to Flash Shoe Repairs in Warhope <laughs> for good advice. I'm oh, here there you go. <laughs> have you got kids' shoes? Maybe you can help him out. He doesn't have shoes. He fixes them. Oh. Oh, yeah, I fix kids. Don't worry about that. Oh, oh no, stop it, Flash. All right. We're, all right. No, we're, yeah, yeah. we're done. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> well, look, there's lots to think about there in any case. 13, 12, 16, if you've got any more suggestions on what to buy an eight-year-old girl for her birthday, give me a call. Hit FM with Christy and Barge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. 13, 12, 16, if you can help me out with this, um, trying to find a birthday present for an eight-year-old girl is very, very difficult. I don't know what to get. I've looked up certain things to see what kids are playing with these days. Polly Pockets are out. Yeah, they are definitely out. But I feel like you missed the mark here because it is an opportunity to make it a little bit more personal because yeah. you were saying to me just before that uh, she does kind of idolise you. She, Biliana no, likes no, you. No, I don't think she idolises Sorry, not idolises you, but she listens to you, loves you to bits. So in terms of uh, what to get her, you've got to get or something that's really personal. Why? So you know your big cutout of your face, that giant cutout of your that face. That would that got scare with the, the hole crap out of no, it. Then she can have that up in a wall and maybe throw some balls through it. So then she can look at you. It's one of those. Every time. It's one of those ones that you made. It's got it's a ginormous. It was like novelty one, and people line up to, face, and people had to throw footballs mm. through the the mouth. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Or you know how little girls love nothing more than getting their nails painted. Why don't you take I, it to a day spa with you and you both no, go and no, get I, a pedicure t- done and your nails painted because no. they love that. They love with their, when they can paint the nails with their what? uncles. Yes, Uncle Jason. Oh, God. You are, you, okay, you're, getting, you're going too far now. Okay, no, let, let's they pull love it, that. Let's pull it back from the uncle thing because that's, that's something. I'm, I'm, let's just, look, if that's going to happen, it's got to be something she does with Alicia because they like to hang out quite a lot. I'm. This is a new thing for me, right? Mm. I just want to help buy the present for Alicia and I to give to her. Right, so I'm trying to get it right. We have got another caller on the line. Hello, good morning. Who we got there? Hello. Hi, it's Beck. How are you? Hey, Beck. Beck, I'm, I'm in a world of pain right now listening to Christy's terrible ideas. Help me out, pal. Did she just suggest nail polish? Yes. She said take her and go and get a, a mani-pedi with her. That's kind of cute. Hey, and, um, thank you. <laughs> my daughter, and it's doesn't sound very personal. She loves, she got a little throw, a really fluffy leopard print throw for her birthday. So it's just her. She can snuggle with it on the lounge when it's cold. She can put it on the end of a bed. She really, really loves that. And um, also hair dye, which sort of verges oh. on the, oh. um, you know, it's a bit of a thing against the parents, but in the same instance, she'd really love it. So okay. It's sort of on what Flash was saying as well. Yeah, a couple, couple of things there, though, Beck. The thing is, is that um, when Alicia had her birthday, which wasn't too long ago, her sister and uh, brother-in-law, uh, they, they 
bought her a throw rug, so it would look like we've just returned the same sort of <laughs> present, which is unfortunate because it's a good idea, especially in the colder months. Also, um, if I bought hair dye, I think I'd have a better chance of getting out of there alive if I bought yeah. her a recorder. Fair enough. Yeah, but you can get those ones, and Becky, you back me up on that. You don't have to get the actual proper hair dyes. You can get like the chalk ones, the ones that are like that's glitter exactly stuff it. that are not permanent. Oh, yeah, God. that's exactly. But it's a nightmare for white sinks in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, see. I don't want to cause any damage to their house because of this gift. Oh, you're so, so safe, Bodge. No, I'm just trying to trying to get it right. I don't want to irritate them. I mean. <laughs> You could do a little gift pack. I think I think maybe you can use a combination of what Beck's put down um, and maybe Flash as well and do like a little gift box. It's got like a cute little pink throw rug or something. Maybe um, some headphones or a recorder in there, some a little chalky hair dye that's not permanent. Well, Beck, this is what I found, and I was, go- I was Googling it last night. I was just sitting there just going, oh, God, what do I get this kid? So it's called RT3000, right? And it's a little robot that looks like a little owl, and it's a Wi-Fi-enabled drawing robot, and you put it on... On a big old piece of paper, yeah, and you use your Wi-Fi to um, to get it to draw different pictures. I think that would be a winner. Yeah, I mean, it's you've like, got the approval from a mum. Yeah, well, there we go. I mean, I'm I'm just looking at it from my point of view, like whether or not I would enjoy it, and that's probably where I'm falling down. I'm going, no, nah, Tamagotchis aren't a thing anymore. There's no Digimon's or Pokemon or whatever. There's none of that anymore, as far as I know. So that's kids, it. Kids Anything are. Techie or girly yeah. would be the way to go. I All think right, your well, uh, owl that can draw uh, paintings is uh, on the money there, Well, Bodgie. I'll have a look. Techie and arty. Right. All right, Beck. I'll take that advice on board and I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll let you know whether or not I've um, I've gone with that, that wisdom. Excellent. Good on have you, Have a mate. great day, guys. You Thanks, too. Beck. You know what you could be doing, and it's what I've been trying to do all this week. Yeah. Go and paint one of the rocks along the Port Macquarie Breakwall. Because it's really oh, artsy. Oh, see, I don't know if we're allowed to do it. doing that, and that's something that the three of you can do. I oh, know. Well, I don't even know officially as yet as to whether or not I can go ahead and paint a rock like I want to do by the end of this week because I've been going around and around in circles different with departments. different departments yeah. to try and get an answer. I did get an email through uh, just before from Transport for New South Wales because I was chucked around from the Info Centre to the Council for some to Transport for New South Wales, which I don't know how they're associated, but um, I do have a response from a Transport for New South Wales spokesperson when it comes to painting the Breakwall Rocks in Port Macquarie. Breakwall is in New South Wales, a crown land assets managed by Transport mm. for New South Wales in conjunction with local authorities. Blah, uh, blah, the blah, Transport blah, blah. for New South Wales understands breakwaters are important community features and if local authorities and communities support decorating the rocks in this manner, then we would have no objection. Yeah. So that's essentially saying... We agree, however, you need to find out from the local authority. Uh, so it's like, I need to take another step further. Call the boss. Oh, the, stuff the rest of them. The Just mayor. Give her, yeah, give Peter, Peter Pinson. Yeah, give Peter a call. She oh. don't muck around. She'd get her on and see if she's free, obviously. Well, if we can get Busy the blessing woman. from the mayor, then we're going to be painting the breakwall rock. If you can get the blessing from the mayor, I don't want any part of this. <laughs> All right, I'll, like I'll track down Peter Pence and the Mayor of Port Macquarie's right. Council and All see right. what we can do. Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast Hit FM. And look, I was trying to track down the Mayor Peter Pinson of Port Macquarie Hastings Council. She's a busy woman. She sent uh, you a text, though? Yeah, I've, I've got a verdict from her because I was hoping to chat with her uh, just now in terms of whether or not we've got her blessing in regards to painting the rocks on the break wall at Port what Macquarie. What is the verdict? The verdict is you can paint the rocks at the break wall just not the ones that are on the town green. So make sure you do the break wall. And so that is confirmation from the Port Macquarie Hastings Council Mayor, Peter Pinson, that we can, in fact, 
paint the rocks. You keep saying we, but I think it should be you. <laughs> I'm distancing <laughs> well, myself my, from this. I'm, I'm fine for that. As if, you're going to go along for moral support anyway. Of course. I'll and be, you're going to make I'll, sure that um, my painting is, is good enough well, because we want it to be a nice piece of artwork. I, well, I think what we do now is we, we sit on it for the rest of today. You want to get it done before the end of the week, obviously. What do you want to do in terms of... I have an idea. Of, yeah, go on. I have an idea and we don't have time for it today. Let's do it tomorrow. I need help with a design, so let's put it to the mid-north coast. All right. Well, what design do we want to see? So we'll, we'll oh. save that one for tomorrow because there's definitely no time to chat about that today. That's okay, but send us a, a message through to our Facebook page. We'll put something up there as well a little later on today. We will talk about it around about this time tomorrow. All right, and, and then um, we'll, I'll go out and paint on Friday. I, I don't I'm going to make it happen. Yeah, I don't see why this can't be a nice collaborative piece from the mid-north coast. There's so many other people, as we've said before, from outside the mid-north mm. coast, and we're not saying they shouldn't have the opportunity to do it, but... Um, if there's one that's dedicated to, you know, from, from all of our listeners, that might be quite cool. It will be cool. So it's going to happen. Painting a rock this Friday and I've got the uh, blessing from the mayor. Hit FM with Christy and Barge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. Christy's got your um, your Wednesday thing of, what do you call it? The, it's written with this. It's your little this. brain teasers that I like to do on you, and you do come up with the most absurd answers. So, oh, uh, this one, I feel like this one, you can't really play around with it because you'll be too worried about making sure you get the right answer because it is about Star Wars. That's fine. All themed around Star Wars. Oh, hang on. Okay, yeah. The the nerd in me doesn't want to get any of it wrong. Okay, well, <laughs> if, this is a, if this is a, I thought these were brain teasers. Yeah, they are. They're brain teasers about okay. Star Wars. Okay, go for it. All right. Oh. A man who created and voiced Yoda created yeah. also another famous character. Which one? Miss Piggy, Gollum, Chewbacca, Data of Star Trek. It would be Miss Piggy, obviously. Correct. But that's not a brain teaser. That's just a trivia well, question. They're, they're still the same. Riddle me this. Well, it's, brain it's, teasers. I mean, Frank trivia Oz, questions. It's Frank Oz, by the way. Did you know it was Frank Oz? Yes, it is Frank Oz. Yeah, I know it's Frank Oz. And he did multiple um, different uh, Muppets and things like that as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yep. How long do Wookiees live for, Bodge? The oh, same as people? No. No, they, they don't. They live a lot longer. How many years? I'm pretty sure Chewie was meant to be about 150. Wrong. Go on. About 400. Okay. That's... <laughs> <laughs> so much. So I'm, 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 that's not. You a, don't know one, enough about your wookies. Once again, that's not a brain teaser. That's it doesn't just a, matter. It's, it's a still, question about I, a fictional character. Look, I wanted to make it a bit more okay. fun for you right. and just a test because I know you've been watching Star Wars with your girlfriend, and I just want to test. We've got through how, all the first six now. I don't know whether to show us seven, eight, and nine. It's probably not the way to well, go. Maybe you should have, so you could uh, actually uh, refresh your memory when it comes to your your favorite stuff. All right, which of these films takes place first? Uh. A New Hope. Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, or The Phantom Menace, as in film takes place the earliest. Okay, well, Phantom Menace, obviously. Yeah, that's, correct. I'm, yeah. I mean, 32 th- th- years before the original I mean, film. Yeah, that, I know that. Good man. And, do you, right. know what? and do you know what? I'll, t- I'll give you this one as well. By the end of Revenge of the Sith, right, the third episode, 19 years passes and then uh, A New Hope, and then that's spread over about three years, and then the sequels, 7, 8, 9, are only spread over about a one-year period. So you know your stuff, don't you? Of course I do. Right. Why aren't Wookiees hunted for their meat? What? Why aren't Wookiees hunted for their meat? I would dare, dare say it's probably something to do with the muscle ratio. They're probably too tough. Yeah, they tend to be a little bit too chewy. Oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> and last one. What's a Jedi's favourite car? What? What's a Jedi's favourite car? Oh, 
You always have an answer for something, so surely you got oh, something let me, for let this me think, one. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. What's a Jedi's favourite car? All right, this one's going to be smarter. So um, it's going to have to be uh, something Force-related probably. Um, pulsar, no. I'm trying to think of space-related sort of pulse. You know, that's where they came mm. from. Death Star, no, it wouldn't be Jedi-related. I don't know. Tell me what it is. A Toyota. Toyota. Oh, my God. Fabulous. I thought you would have had that one in your pocket. Did, did you hear about the – there was a radio stunt done about 25 years ago in the U.S. where a radio station actually offered a, um, a Toyota to someone and they were really excited they won it. It turned out to be a Toyota. <laughs> Not even kidding. Not even Best kidding. Frank ever. Right. Hey, look, we've got to peace out, but we'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Till then, have a great day. Drive safe, okay? Bye. Bye. Have a beautiful day. If you want more of Christy and Budge, catch up on the podcast at hit.com.au or hear them live weekday mornings from 6 on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM.